0: Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, chief economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's 6:30 in the morning London time on Tuesday, the 7th of November. US voters go to the polls today, at least in a few parts of the United States. The election cycle in the United States means that the elections are limited in number, but today's votes include an explicit referendum on abortion rights and the opportunity to see the relative strength of MAGA Republicans, traditional Republicans and Democrats. With 2024 shaping up to be a politically charged year, markets will have to start paying attention to politics. Today's results are not likely to lead to significant swings in market expectations. To use a standard trope, a year is a long time in politics but the results will animate the lives of political economic geeks. The structure of consumption is a focus today with trade data from China and the United States. The Chinese figures showed a drop in exports and indeed an accelerated decline. This was not what had been expected, not least because exports a year ago were disrupted by China's Covid restrictions. This pattern is consistent with global consumers prioritising fun over durable goods spending when it comes to their discretionary spending. China's imports did rise. The volume of coal and oil imports were strong. If this is going into actual consumption, then it's a cautiously positive signal for the domestic economy in China. If, however, this is going to build stockpiles, it's less positive. The U.S. trade balance will also be watched. It's worth remembering that Mexico is now the largest trade partner to the United States, so the read-through from China's data to the U.S. is not what it was. Europe and the United Kingdom also offer some different aspects of consumer pattern shifts. German industrial production for September is due, and that is, of course, in part, tied to consumers' willingness to buy goods. Germany has a stronger reputation as an exporter of goods than as an exporter of fun, and that has contributed to the country's economic underperformance recently. Meanwhile, the UK-British retail consortium retail sales data showed falling non-food sales for the fifth consecutive month. These figures are nominal, and so adding inflation into the mix creates an even more subdued demand message. Of course, the retail sales figures focus entirely on goods, not on leisure services. So again, the consumer spending overall will be more supported by spending on fun. Finally, the US Senior Loan Officer's opinion survey was released overnight. At a time when the US, UK and Europe all have falling broad measures of money supply, shifts in credit availability are something of an economic relevance. However, the senior loan officer's survey may not do exactly what it says it does. A bit like purchasing manager indices, respondents are asked about how things have changed, but they tend to reply to the question by reporting how things are. The senior loan officers reportedly showed, showed fewer banks were tightening credit conditions, in theory, that means that overall credit conditions are still tightening, but at a slower pace. The reality is that this really hints at credit conditions overall actually being a little less tight. What is clear is that loan demand remains relatively weak, which is hardly surprising after the relentless hike-hike-hike mentality of the Powell Federal Reserve. Hiking without pausing to consider the real-world consequences is likely to impact potential borrowers. That's all for today. Have a good day.